Welcome back. This is the Only in Miami show, and it's 8.08, so you know what that means. It's contest time. Do you want to wear win a pair of tickets to the University of Miami home game this coming Saturday against Arkansas State? The powerhouse Arkansas State against the University of Miami Hurricanes. Call in. It's the 305 I Am Hurt contest, sponsored by the law offices of Gilbert and Small- Smallman, PLLC, Hollywood, and Miami, Florida. That's 305 I Am Hurt contest. Call in 305-541-2350. Again, 305-541-2350. The eighth caller wins. Call in 305-541-2350. Call in right now. Jurassic Fanatic, and we're giving away tickets to see the U this Saturday take on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Call 305-541-2350. Be our eighth caller and win tickets to see the U as they try to beat up on the Razorbacks. This is the Only in Miami show, and I'm your host, Grant Stern, and we're here with Drastic Fanatic. Happy New Year. Happy new football season, and he brought somebody with him. I brought in backup. I got Jay Bowen back in the studio with us. He's like, I'm your anti-Miami Dolphins, anti-Miami uh, Heat. He's my anti-Mets and Jets, so he's Yankees and uh, New York football. He's a Yankees Foo- Giants fan. And, and he's sacrificing opening day to be with us tonight. He's a New York football Giant fan, actually. Oh, wow. So they're on right now. They are on right now. I'm, I'm following on a smartphone right now, so I'm good. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, unlike uh, Jets fans, you guys have smart things. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. I like. No, nah, here we go. We're gonna. Is it gonna that's be actually an excellent here? point. <laughs> Wait a second. You're a Giants fan. Does that mean you can say words that are longer than four letters? Yeah. By the way, have you ever seen the difference in Giant and Jet fans when you go to to Giant Stadium, which I still call it? Really? What What's the difference? You've got you've got some upscale, nice looking, clean people enjoying a Giant football game, and then when you go to a Jet to the same stadium for a Jet game, it's a mess. Total mess, huh? Mess is in the eye of the beholder. That is a four-letter word, though, so I guess you can chalk that up to Jets fans. Oh, hey, by the way, uh, we are still giving those tickets away. Eighth caller wins, 305-541-2350. We want to hear from you guys, so call in soon. (laughs) So, okay, we've got some fantasy football. We've got some real football to talk about. What do you want to start with, fantasy football or real football? We could talk about real football. Okay, so the Patriots are done. (laughs) <laughs> there you go hey look it. as afc east fans uh what could he ask for everyone's in first place and the pats are in last so yeah that's that's pretty much like uh hanukkah gift so far so far 
tweak one, but still, it's still unusual to see that in the standings. Now, I, I know that you were probably watching the uh, the Jets' careful. Uh, I was. Yeah, careful, careful destruction of the mighty Oakland Raiders. <laughs> not that mighty. Not that mighty. I mean, no. it was it was not. We won very... in spite of ourselves yesterday, but we'll take it. A W's a W. It's opening week. Uh, you Rex guys. Ryan looked excited. Well, he you know he addressed the team the proper way. He let them know, curb your emotions. They got Green Bay next week in the frozen tundras, um, which aren't frozen yet. Good for the Jets <laughs> and um, the not so frozen tundra. Look, you fish. I tip my cap. They did what they were. They they made a early season message here. Yeah, they didn't leave an early season message for everybody, don't you think? Yeah, the message take, is addition or subtraction. That's the thing, okay, right? Wait, it's both. It's both take notice and addition through subtraction. Uh, did you guys notice that? I thought the Dolphins looked great. I was into that game. Yeah? I was really into that game. I thought they looked excellent. And then to me, the second half, Cameron Wake just took over the game and ended it. It was They, they looked terrific. I love watching Brady with the stri- uh, sack, fumble. Oh, every time he gets hit, it just brings such joy to me. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. I don't care who's the guy hitting him. Jets, Dolphins, Bills. Oh, it just feels great. You know, I feel the same way, but that's because I was at Tom Brady's first ever game at Sun Life Stadium. All right? Oh. Yeah, it was his first game, and the Dolphins sacked him something like six times. And uh, and they won, and that was when Dave Wanstash was still the coach, <laughs> and it was when uh, Bledsoe went down, and maybe it was, you know it was his it was his second game, but in the first game I think he he replaced Bledsoe it was his first start. Well, that was against the, the New York uh, Jets. Mo Lewis is the one who knocked out Bledsoe and made all everyone else's life in the AFC East miserable for the next fifteen years. Right? Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> so so I mean, we left that game thinking this guy's never gonna make it in the NFL. <laughs> we were so happy. Boy, were we wrong. Yeah, you were. <laughs> it's been a long time. And I, are you really calling for Tom Brady's uh, demise right now? Are you pre- prepared to make that bold statement? I'm not saying it's Brady's demise. I'm saying that it's his team's demise. What do you think? Um, I think it's week one. <laughs> it's the first Patriot loss I, since 2003, though. I think, I think you're saying it with tongue-in-cheek. I think you're tongue-in-cheek when you say it. But do you really? I'm, I'm looking at your eye right now. I think you believe it. Uh, you know, something was wrong with these Patriots. They used to be the masters of the second half, right? Yeah. And then the Dolphins uh, kicked a field goal to go up 13 points with about four, three, four minutes left. And the announcers go, ah, oh, Patriots have the Dolphins right where they want them now. It's a two-score game. There's three minutes. They'll run this thing down to the end of the clock and, you know, try and score a touchdown with time running out. Yeah. And and they didn't mount a, a serious uh, offensive in the second half. Well, the thing about the Patriots, too, is they're not really built to run clock out. You know, they don't have that big bruising running back. No, no, not run the clock out, but, like, run the offense until, like, you know, they, they run the two-minute drill, score, get the ball back somehow, and, you know, do it all over again. You're expecting magic. Well, that's, that's, you're waiting that's for their it. hallmark. But also there's an element of you're waiting for the Dolphins to implode, and maybe they didn't implode. They That's true. They exploded, and, and, actually. And also, a quick, quick fun stat. On one of the Patriots' Super Bowl seasons, they lost in week one. Really? Yeah, that was, was the last that, time, 03. Yeah. That right, that, that would have been when Tom Brady debuted and, you know, didn't lose after he lost to the Dolphins. In fact, that was that's what happened. They lost that Dolphins game, and then they didn't lose again until I'm the not season call- was over. Yeah. I'm not calling for the demise yet. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, they, they didn't look great, and I thought the Dolphins played really, really well. Let's talk about that. Okay, let's talk about that. I mean, to me, the elephant in the room in the NFL is always, can you win in your first two games? Because how many teams go to the, the playoffs when they're 0-2? Yeah, you're, well, you don't want to dig a hole. There's no doubt about it. No, but it's not just that. I mean, 0-3, what, like the Chargers went one year going 0-3? Right. And, uh, hey, look, if you're a Dolphin fan, it all comes down to December every year, though, right? It's always it's always good in the beginning when the temperature is warm and uh, the palm trees are swaying. But then, you know, they got to put on the long johns, and that's when things get difficult for the fish. Well, here's a big question when it comes to this year's fish, which is they had five new faces on the O-line. And three new faces in the linebacking core. Do the old faces that are still on the roster provide depth? Or are they extra pieces now? Should they try and move some of these guys if possible before they become maybe something not not depth but filler or You always worse? need depth, though, because it's the NFL. Any, any given second, the guy could go down and then what? And and in the NFL, you're not doing a lot of trades. There aren't yeah, a lot those, of trades anyway. You don't anyway. see activity like that in the NFL. That's I would right. rather keep to depth. Not typically, but don't you think that uh, Mike Pouncey could fetch a couple of picks next year for a team that needs a center? Not 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 where he is but now. But why? But why you want to trade him? I don't know. The offensive line looked really good yesterday, didn't they? <laughs> I mean, he's a really good player. Sure, he is. But I mean, everybody that was out there yesterday was a really good who, player. Who, who played center? I mean, he went up against what? Uh, Samson Satele. And he who went was up drafted against Wolfram. by the Dolphins in 2007. So who says our drafts are bad? <laughs> we just go. missed him for six years. That's all. And you're battling against Wolfork there. Who's the best? Yeah, he's a nose great. go. You know, nose tackle. Nose in the tackle league, in the sure, league. Yeah. yeah, that's. Can you imagine how good they'll be with Deion Jordan? But but that's my point. Do we need Deion Jordan? You see, there's no, a guy. You don't need him. But but, but there's but, a guy who maybe we can trade away to get some what? draft assets. For what? For what? Draft assets. He hasn't proven a thing. I don't think anyone's really going to pay anything for him. Well, uh, to me, the big difference this year, it starts from the top. They don't have the organizational bent of of just uh, the pressure to win being so, I don't know what it is about the, the Ireland field. regime. Yeah. but The off-field stuff, it's calmed down, and it makes a big difference. I mean, I just to me, the whole theme of this season is addition through subtraction. We got rid of the O-line coach, uh, o coach, got rid of the offensive coordinator. Got rid of the trainer. Got rid of the trainer. Who was part of Bullygate. Let me tell you, uh, you know, when you're watching these games, do you sit down and think, oh, God, this would be a good play at this time, right? Sure. Yeah. Of course. That's what watching sports is all about. That's the, yeah. Well, Thinking I, along. For years, I sat around thinking, God, this would be a great time for a play-action pass. And but Mike, the, the Mike problem Sherman is if you religiously thought it didn't believe in that. Yeah. <laughs> As fans, we think we know, but if you're thinking it's a good time for a play action fast, so does the D coordinator and the D and everyone at defense <laughs> too. So no, it's true. I, I think things have changed. I think the whole off field stuff has changed. I think the coaching staff has changed, and I also think Tannehill's not that bad. Well, that's a ringing endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what, it's, it's what you year think of, three. It's, it's there's literally like 15 good quarterbacks on planet Earth. It's not like there's that many. So if a guy's good enough, that's that's yeah. pretty good. You saw Derek Anderson out there. Are you kidding me? I couldn't, Derek Anderson? I was like, that couldn't be. I saw Actually, Anderson on the back of the – Yeah. Man, that was his first pass he threw since like 2011 or something. <laughs> the, you know, the shock of the beginning of the season for me, because I, I like to watch Red Zone. I'll flip up and back between Dolphins game so and Red Zone. That's the best Sunday ride you could take. Oh, it's a great, great ride. Uh, but the big surprise early was Chad Henney. Yeah. Chad early, early. Henney. Two early touchdowns. 17-0. to zero. 
and they lost 14, thirty-four 14, to seventeen. 0, I think. No, yeah. no, they ran out to seventeen. Did they? But but that kid, uh, Aaron Hearns. Now uh, he, he's a baller. I think he's going to have a fantasy year for a few people. He's not on my radar yet, but uh, no. What well, is, he's a Jaguar receiver. He's a Jaguar receiver, and his first two catches were for touchdowns. His third catch was a fifty-yarder when the Jags were pinned on the one. Some start. So. So his first three catches, he totaled 101 yards and two touchdowns yeah, with Chad Henney throwing to him. I didn't even know Chad Henney was starting. I remember they throw up two early touchdowns. I'm like, is that Bortles? Who is that? And then I had to look it up. Right. The, the Jags drafted Bortles, Blake Bortles, third yeah. overall, and they're bringing him along slowly. Yeah, the first, only uh, rookie to start game uh, was Derek Carr yesterday against the Jets. Right. Derek Carr is the he's he's starting for the the Raiders. Right. But he wasn't going to. It was just because of injury that they put him in there. Oh, it wasn't no no no. They said Matt Schaub looked horrible. I mean yeah, he did. Carr Garbage. was the thirty sixth overall pick in the draft. It's the second rounder. Um and he looked good. He I was he I looked like good. a poised he didn't look like a rookie like a deer in headlights, put it that way. And in, in, yeah. in spite of the Jets front seven being up in his face all game, he actually played uh pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, did, what what was his stat line? Did he finish? Nah, the stat line wasn't good. <laughs> the, Jets, <laughs> the Jets gave him a gift early. Gino threw an interception. He had a short field. He got a touchdown. But after that, the Jet D just locked that locked down. So how did Gino do? Gino, he he looked good. I, the kid has a hose. I gotta say, he d- he does have a hose for an arm. Um, he still has to concentrate on not leaving the ball exposed like that Randall Cunningham breadbasket. You know, you can't do that. You just can't. You can't give the ball away at the at the two-yard line going in. And another dumb pick. I mean, look, uh, I like him. I think uh, I would stick with him for the foreseeable future and see what happens there. I like I liked Gino. He showed maturity. He, he looks like a different, uh, more more composed, put it that way. Okay, so so he's grown up in his second year in the league. The man from Miramar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but is he the answer for the Jets long term? Yeah. I, why not? Until proven otherwise, like everyone else. Javon? I, I like Gino. I happen to like him. I, I wasn't a fan when they drafted him. I wasn't a fan of him necessarily being an NFL quarterback. But then when I really watched him play, he grew on me. You know, I think he's poised. I think he's tough. He hangs in there. Um, he's a pocket passer. I like, look, I don't think he's ever going to be, like, all pro, but I think he's good enough to win games for you. I think he's good enough to get to the playoffs and do some things. You never know. Okay. I mean, it's been an e- interesting first weekend. Let's talk about some of the other teams. Uh, surprises. Darren, surprises. Drastic. Minnesota Vikings looked pretty good yesterday. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep, they're outdoors. They're loose. <laughs> They're and Kyle Rudolph, of course, just despite me. Cordell Patterson, dog. Cordell Patterson. There you go. I, I told he, you, you don't need to go deep. You can give the guy a handoff. He had three rushing plays yesterday, cracked over 100 yards for a touchy. Yeah, he the had guys, more rushing yards he's than a machine. AP, huh? Yeah. Guy is a machine. He is one of the funnest guys to watch in the NFL. If you haven't done it, go to YouTube, type in Cordell Patterson, and watch that guy's highlight reel. Something J-Bone? to behold. I thought Buffalo going into Chicago was yes. the biggest surprise. Oh, yeah. Agreed, yeah agreed. They, they won in overtime. Buffalo, The Buffalo Bills, what, it was 34-31, something like yeah. that? They won on a in field Chicago goal. In Chicago, too. Big. In Chicago. I in mean, everyone was so hot on the Bears and coming then in this year. A lot of turmoil surrounding the Bills before that game, too, and they just they won in With Chicago. With the head coach, yeah. right? 
like there's like animosity going Talk on off the field. Talk to me. What's going on with the Bills? The Bills coach. And by the way, they're the Dolphins' next opponent. So yeah. this is very relevant. Where's that yeah, game? Fans. In down here. In El Buffalo. Oh, you get them in the when it's still warm smoke. out. You get them all still warm, which is yeah, lucky yeah. for you. Yeah. Lucky for us. And then uh, the, the Jets game is here in Miami at the end of the year. I don't know about the Pats. But we do get the, – the Dolphins do have some frozen road games in December, I know. Do they? Oh, yeah. So what, what was going on with the Bills head coach? Oh, uh, so, they, you know, like um, the Bills recently signed Kyle Orton to like a two-year $10 million contract, like some stupid money. And Why? I think, uh, because clearly the general manager and ownership does not believe in their guy. E.J. Manuel, yes, FSU alum, who's probably they probably have the right to believe that, but um, <laughs> I, I and then the coach went nuts because he apparently had nothing to do with it. And he was like, "What are you doing to my young quarterback? You're going to crush his confidence." And he went vocal, like in the local media, like mad that they signed Kyle Ooh. Orton like that. So things got weird before. Well, you see, the this game. is the the post Ralph uh, Smith era. R- Ralph Ever. Wilson, yeah, Ralph Wilson. I'm sorry. Yeah. And Mr. But, Wilson, yeah. Mr. Smith, I don't know. They all go to Washington. They've hired Morgan Stanley to sell their team. Like, you know, like it's like a whirlwind in Buffalo. I don't I – I don't – I know they no win in Chicago. No Bon Jovi, right? He's yeah, out. He's out. No Donald Trump, he's out. But, like, yeah, I mean, they win in Chicago. And I mean, I, I still think they're going to be a horrible team at the end of the season. But, like, that came out of nowhere. Wow. You know, you do know why Buffalo fans have such an inferiority complex, right? Because they live in Buffalo? <laughs> that, too. <laughs> that, too. But uh, – I actually watched Ralph Wilson's Hall of Fame speech. Mm-hmm. The old man was 90 when he gave it. This is like a couple of years ago. And he basically said he was really thrilled to put a team into his second home, Buffalo, even though his first home turned him down. Oh, really? Where was that? That was would it? be Miami. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Ralph Wilson was almost the owner of the Miami Dolphins or whatever they so, would have called them. So he went to so the he polar wanted to start the spectrum. franchise but in Miami. He wanted to start the franchise wow. in Miami, but the city council would not lease the Orange Bowl to him. Right. So he went back to the NFL and said, guys, I'm really sorry. I can't do it. I can't get the stadium deal. They said, find another market. You can choose any market. He chose Buffalo. And, Why? <laughs> and, you know, 55 years later. Because there are some mobsters up there. He could pay off and get a stadium. <laughs> Basically. I guess so. I guess so. I mean, they have a rabid fan base, and when I say rabid, yeah. I mean yeah. they need actually their, you know, shots. yeah, their <laughs> rabid shots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be upset when they're playing in Toronto. I guess <laughs> they already are a little bit. So here's what we're gonna do. We still have some tickets to give away. So during the break, if you call in three zero five five four one two three five zero, you will win some University of Miami football tickets. And we've told everybody on social media, so you have no excuse. <laughs> If you don't call in at this break, you don't win the tickets. And we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. This is the Only in Miami show.
Dial 305-541-2350. That's 305-541-2350 right now. You're here, then you're gone off to the other side. My time is a gift and I use it. I spend every day making beautiful music. But you don't have to hold the tune to serenade a room. Just to hide like noon, even in the gloom. Darkest clouds never block the sun. Just rise above and you're already one. No obstacle can't be overcome. If you think that you can, then it's already done. Dial 305-541-2350. That's 305-541-2350 right now. Tired of paying big law firms three to five hundred dollars per hour for standard corporate legal services? Call the Business and Real Estate Law Group at 800 398 6795. Have you thought about hiring an in house attorney but don't have the budget to justify it? Visit our website at brelawyers.com and see how we can protect your business without breaking your bottom line. At the Business and Real Estate Law Group, we serve small businesses throughout Florida from our offices in Dade and Palm Beach County. Flat fees are available for most transactions. So call 800-398-6795 to speak directly with one of our experienced attorneys. Again, that number is 800-398-6795. Or you can visit our website at brelawyers.com. That's B as in boy, R as in Richard, E as in Edward, lawyers.com. Get the service, value, and peace of mind your business deserves from the attorneys at the Business and Real Estate Law Group.
Welcome back. This is the Only in Miami show. And I hear we have a winner of the 305 I Am Hurt contest, sponsored by the law offices of Gilbert and Smallman, PLLC, Hollywood in Miami. Caller, you're on the line. Hi, caller. Who is it? What's your name and where are you calling from? Hi, Brett. Harper? Oh. Alrighty, and where are you calling from? <clears throat> this is a the youngest winner of the contest ever. Congratulations, you've won two football tickets to the University of Miami, courtesy of 305 I Am Hurt. Caller? Go Hurricanes! Uh-oh, I think we hear who, who called in. Alrighty, so stay on the line. Our producer's going to get your information. And uh, thank you for, for participating in the 305 I Am Hurt uh, contest. You've won two tickets to the University of Miami Hurricanes football game. And if you need a personal injury attorney and you want to speak to a real lawyer right now, call 305 I Am Hurt, law offices of Gilbert and Smallman, PA, Miami, and Hollywood, Florida. In case they fall in the swings, they know who to call. That is right. <laughs> in case they fall in the swings. <laughs> Okay, Mom, you won the contest, so uh, <laughs> stick stick on the line. I, I see you, you talking with the producer in the booth there. So, okay, J-Bone brought something up very important. I don't think any anybody's heard about it unless they're listening to our show. <laughs> but uh, Ray Rice beat up his girlfriend. And then they, she married him a week later. What What's is the with deal that? with that? Okay, oh, seriously. Man. So, okay, J-Bone, you brought it up. You saw what it on TMZ to today. Yeah, so yeah, TMZ. Well, he 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 beat up his fiance and then married her and the whole thing, and then he got to spend two games. And the league took a lot of you know crap. We're talking about Ray Rice, right. Former Ravens, right? Running so back. like, just updating you on the story. But the latest today is TMZ dropped a video today of him like a clear cut image of him in an elevator, like giving her a left hook, and she's out for like a full minute. Like you saw the gory details. So now the Ravens cut him, and the NFL suspended him indefinitely until they figure they out what they basically canceled doing. his contract. They use that as a as an out on the contract. Okay, so they cut and the him NFL outright. Suspended. Yeah, they cut him. They, cut they him had to. They had today. to. If you see, if you see the video footage, it's very disturbing. As but but how much more disturbing is it really than knowing that he was dragging her out unconscious in the uh, first place? And he, and he left her in like the middle of the elevator, unconscious, sad. where like the door can close on her. Like he didn't even care. I don't know. Wow, it's scary. It, it is scary, but I mean. Is this an isolated incident in the NFL, or is this just the tip of the iceberg? J-Bone, what do you think? You know, I feel like this is – look, what he did is despicable. Everyone knows it. Um, this is a story about the NFL, where they got it wrong. They suspended him for two games, where in the NFL, if you smoke a weed, you're out for a season. And um, and what's the penalty if you shoot yourself in the NFL? That's a pretty bad one, too, right? <laughs> it, depends if, it depends if your mayor is Bloomberg. It was an accident. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, – you know, I, I feel like this is something they should have cracked down on years ago. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, he's, um, you know, the irony, too, is um, with Ray Lewis, too. I mean, he got away with it because he killed all the witnesses. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. No, nah, Ray Lewis didn't kill anybody, though. I mean. Did, he didn't? No, he didn't. No. There was other guys that did the, the shooting. Right. He just did the covering up thing. And now they got a statue of him outside the stadium. Right, right. No, so no, good. I mean, well, that's Baltimore for you. What do you yeah. want? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sorry, but- 305, I am hurt, guys. I know you're listening, but that, I mean, what do you want? That's the Ravens. That's that's their esteemed 
doesn't look good for the organization Tradition. at all. Yeah, but it's an embarrassment. It's he's an done embarrassment. With the NFL, I guess. And it's embarrassment to his high school up in New Rochelle too, in New York. A friend of mine told me that he was disappointed when Ray Rice decommitted from Syracuse. He went to Syracuse and went to Rutgers instead, but he changed his mind this week. Okay. <laughs> in hindsight, <laughs> exactly. eh, he said the Rutgers same thing can about have Vic too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> Great recruiting over at Syracuse. <laughs> the Cuse. Yeah. Well, okay, so we were talking about real football, which is always fun, but what about fantasy football? Any any surprises in fantasy football? Any underperformers? Any guys you think that are just not going to make it this year? What about the Cowboys yesterday? That was kind of ugly. And what about from Romo? A from a, yeah, I mean, from a fantasy perspective, you know, he'll always keep chucking no matter what the score is or what the situation He doesn't care, right? He plays with house money. Literally. And, um, <laughs> yeah, they're a disappointment, I would say. DeMarco Murray had well, a good fantasy game. you're talking about Tony game. Romo, yeah. of course. Des we we got a call in? Oh, hey, caller, what's your name and where are you from? Oh, hey, uh, my name is Randy. I'm Alrighty. from uh, Orlando, Florida. All righty, Randy. What's your question, bud? Well, I called in a couple weeks ago, and J-Bone told me to uh, draft Ray Rice. I don't recall that. Oh, okay. Let's get Hang the on the line after out. our uh, producer will get your name and number, and Jay Bone will send you a refund check. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's great advice there, Jay Bone. So, I never heard uh, of Randy in my life. I never, <laughs> never heard of Randy that. I don't know who that huh? was. Did he tell you to take uh, Pierce as a handcuff? Literally? <laughs> <laughs> you, need, you need two handcuffs now. Well done, Randy. Well played, Randy, following J-Bone. Yeah, and then advice. he gets a hang-up, so it's Randy one, J-Bone nothing. <laughs> and that's the way it'll stay. Well, hey, you know what? Uh, Drastic gave some fantasy advice, and I took it. I and picked, uh, Antonio, I picked Antonio Brown. Brown. How you doing? Nice. And uh, Antonio Brown had the the best the, the photograph. Chop. The best photograph no, of the GIF. entire week. Best one. GIF. You saw the oh. GIF? No, I haven't seen the GIF uh, yet. The GIF is classic, man. I, I, I didn't see it. ESPN posted a tri-panel photo. Of him running over the punter. For it wasn't the Browns. over. It wasn't over. It was through. Dude, he put his his cleat right in the guy's face mask like the last dragon. It was it was tremendous. Now Antonio, he, Brown, I hope he doesn't get suspended as a result. He'll definitely get fined, I'm sure. But I don't know about. Uh, I just hope he doesn't get suspended. Uh, you know, I I didn't think it was an unsportsmanlike play. It was merely. Oh, uh, it was right in the chops, dude. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it was pretty bad. Did they suspend LeBron James for destroying Jason the Jet Terry? Well, different, different. I have, I, have, so? I have no regard for punter, so it doesn't matter to me. They're like yeah. not even human. He's lucky. He, he lucky must be a Minnesota Vikings exec. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard, but they settled with their former punter, Chris Kuei. Yeah. yeah. He made did. he made uh, pro pro homosexuality or let's say anti anti gay statements, and they fired him. Right. And yeah. they slammed him. Well, it was just a good thing that the Cleveland punter didn't have one of those old school punter masks with the one. Oh, the single bar? The single, the Reggie Roby. <laughs> yeah. The Reggie Roby joints. Yeah. It's a good thing he didn't have one of that because they would have to like surgically remove Antonio Brown's cleat from the guy's face. Hmm. Now, I've got the podcast open from, from when J-Bone was making his recommendations, so we're going to have to scan through this thing and see where we can find this recommendation. <laughs> I don't recall. <laughs> don't recall. <laughs> We'll have to find it, though. What do you think, J-Bone? Look, I would have never recommended that, okay? Until you show me the footage or I can listen to it, it never happened. Because right. if we you don't remember, it never happened. 
We have okay. we have recorded uh, elevator footage of it. Plausible <laughs> deniability. Plausible deniability. I like that. I like that. TMZ will uh, roll it out tomorrow morning <laughs> as a follow up. All the finest news is on TMZ. Huh. I mean, they're amazing. They're they, ama- they, they get they, the scoop. I mean, like the NFL never saw the video that TMZ released today. Like, Do you think TMZ so? has it. Actually, I yes. saw a letter from the cops saying that that, that video would never it. be released. So so TMZ has the ability, because it's such a juggernaut, to write a check to some security worker and get it. But they get everything. Like, they're amazing. Yeah, I, yeah knock them all you want. They, they get the scoop. They period. get it all. They do get the scoop. That's that's the truth right there. So let's let's keep going with fantasy surprises. Any other fantasy surprises? Surprises? Who else surprised me yesterday? Uh, there were some guys that I liked. Uh, Marcus Wheaton's a guy to probably go get. Pittsburgh, the other uh, receiver on Pittsburgh. Okay. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins on yeah. uh, Tennessee Titans. I, I drafted him, him a year league. too early. Me too. I have him this year, uh, and he looks pretty good. Uh, who else out there had some big games? I mean, I would say for sure. Matty Ice. Anybody, Ice, anybody sure. who's playing against the Cowboys should be yes. an automatic Ugh, start. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, they're one of these teams that maybe you should go through the waiver wire and just find backups that are starting against the Cowboys, especially on better teams. Worst defense in the NFL. Did they actually play defense in that game? No, they're terrible. I mean, <laughs> it's a Jerry Jones story. If you really, it's really Jerry. Jo- get into Jerry it. Jones is the root of all evil there. <laughs> That's awful. He is. He can't, he can't yeah, get I out can, of his own and way. And I couldn't be happier to see that guy lose. Of He's course. the worst. As a Giant fan. Even as a Jets As a fan. human being, I want yeah. him to lose. <laughs> okay, it has nothing to do with being a Giant fan. Like, I hate him more than Donald Trump. Right. I went to Jet Giant, uh, Jets-Cowboys opening day at uh, the Meadowlands a couple of years back, and I sat right under Jerry Jones's box, and the Jets came back and won that game, and Tony Romo fumbled the ball at the end like he always does. <laughs> Fourth quarter, Jets pulled it off, and the whole stadium. It was such Give me such thrill just to look back at Jerry's box and do the Jerry. Yeah. Man, he deserves it all. He brings well, it upon himself, and he deserves it all. Well, that is the big difference between the Jets and the Cowboys. You know, the Jets usually have that game-ending in- interception, whereas Romo <laughs> likes to fumble the, the end of the game away. Totally. It's a big Two loser organizations who find different ways actually, to lose. Actually, Revis had an interception to clinch that game for the Jets <laughs> after the Romo fumble. So, Oh, uh, yeah. That's yeah. true. <laughs> Double clinch. I got it. I Coming got from it. the Dolphin fan. <laughs> At so, least the Jets are in a position to blow it. You guys get blown out out of gate. Really? Ha ha. Ha ha. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, what about Denver? Uh, I mean, no, no Wes Welker. No Wes Welker? No problem. No problem, right? No. Nah, a well oiled machine. I, I, I only saw the first half, and they looked unstoppable. And what's amazing, Peyton looks great. His receivers look great. He's, like, calling all the shots. He knows what he's doing. He's still brilliant. But, like, their defense got a lot better versus oh, last yeah. year. Like, well, they okay. three great acquisitions yeah. right there. Elway spent up? money on defense. Who'd they pick up? Um, who'd they get? They get Tlaib from New England. Yes. Z-back. Uh, okay. Ware from the Cowboys. Demarcus Ware from the Cowboys. Oh, okay. And yeah, there was a, th- and there was a third guy who also is a former All-Pro big name. Well, I was very fortunate. Uh, I reached to draft Julius Thomas, and that's why after halftime I pretty much put away the phone and, you know, turned off the television. Three touchdowns in, like, two <laughs> seconds. I have him, too. And I've dropped him in the second round. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's that's a serious reach yeah. right there. Wow. Yeah, I have a big crush on him. <laughs> man crush, definitely. Totally. Holy man crush. Now, I was really lucky because I actually picked Cam Newton in the second or third round, and he was injured. So I picked up uh, Colin Kaepernick. There you go. 
There There's you, a good play right there. Good play you, right you there. You scour to see who Dallas is playing and Seriously. go go versus. Right, but more than that, um, the the Cowboys had something going on that the Dolphins have suffered from. Did you see how many 49ers fans were in yep. the stands? Notice that. Did you notice that? Yeah, a lot of red. Drastic. Did you see the sea of red? Didn't notice it. I mean, seriously, if you I were was, watching this game, yeah. like when the Niners scored, you could hear the cheering. Yeah, I was watching the game with my brother-in-law, and like he he said it to me. He's like, "Look how much red there is," and I was like, "You're right." Well, that's not the norm. Normally, the Cowboy fans are the ones who travel well, but no, man, I think the Cowboy fans the, the red and gold they've become like the the Dolphins like two or three years ago, where the owners realized that the people who travel spend a lot more money <laughs> than the the local folks, and the local this folks are true. a little turned off by the old stadium, the new stadium transition. Yeah, and they already saw the big jumbotron, so it's nothing special for them to get to get a hold of. People, right. people visit mm. Dallas though. The Dallas uh, game had ninety one thousand people at that game yesterday. Yeah, there was ninety one thousand people. Strong, huh? But uh, but I got to tell you, the FSU Oklahoma State game was the prior Saturday night. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I personally know four or five people that went to that game. Apparently, Dallas has become cheap enough by flight that people want to fly into this game to see this crazy stadium mm -hmm. and and they're starting to become like where the dolphins were a few years ago where it's like more inviting for the other team's fans than it was the locals well yeah jerry's world <laughs> it's jerry's world yeah, jerry knows how to make money as much as i hate his guts he knows how to make money it's a 1.4 billion dollar stadium yeah you gotta fill that thing to make money oh and he does he's charging people like ten dollars to watch on a jumbotron outside the stadium in the parking lot hey. I, I heard they're having a contest that like the winner will get to play madden on the screen <laughs> Really? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Jerry knows how to make money. He's Listen, a horrible person, but he makes money. I, I know where he's having those people watch, and I was at the Super Bowl at in Dallas as a volunteer. Right, I remember, yep. <clears throat> and you know what? That's where the ice fell off the roof. <laughs> right there. That's where the, the viewing area is. And Lord Lord help you if it rains. Yeah, that was a disaster. No, it rained during that Super Bowl. And a lot of people got right. A lot of people got locked out. Right, that had tickets to get into. Well, what happened was, first of all, there was an entire row in the 200 level because mm -hmm. it has like four levels. But like the 100 level is like all the seats near the field, but not like in a suite or whatever. There's actually suites on field level and all over the place. So 100 level is that first, you know, steep rise. Then. The 200 level is like what club level would be everywhere else, mm -hmm. but it's massive. And an entire row. I mean, we're talking like a two or th uh, 2,000 seats, something like that. The last row, gone. And then there was four sections that they were busy installing as temporary sections. Right, I remember that. And They couldn't catch up in time, they, right? They could not. They were literally trying to bolt stuff on hmm. during, like when the game was supposed to be, you know, like when the gates were supposed to be open. So as the guy selling the programs, they're like, "Hey, when can we go in?" I'm like, "I don't know. I didn't go. go I don't get to go in for six hours. So, hang out with me." <laughs> but uh, but they held the doors for almost two hours, and I've been to three Super Bowls, and they've never done that before. They always open the doors like four hours before kickoff. What, what Super Bowls have you been to? Like where? Miami, right? Tampa, and Dallas. Nice. Yeah, I skipped out on on Indiana. And, uh, yeah, you don't need to go there. Yeah, I was. I should have gone. New Orleans would be a really fun one. Well, you know what happened is somebody who volunteered sued. Does this sound familiar? 
and and because it, it, the volunteers were unpaid, right? And uh, and basically, well, the, labor laws. The, yes, labor laws apparently apply to the NFL more so than it. the NCAA. <laughs> Who would have thunk it, right? But uh, don't you go in with the sign an agreement that you are a volunteer? Right. I mean, I whatever they asked me to sign, I signed. I mean, the background. Right. You didn't read the whatever. fine print, but. Yeah, I mean, how I, come they didn't ask you to be part of the class action lawsuit then? I have no idea. You know, I you would have hopped, you jumped on that train. <laughs> well, the thing was, uh, my sister's synagogue was the beneficiary of our volunteer work, so I. Oh, I all didn't right, really there you go. Of, yeah, yeah. That's all the lawyers keep an- that money anyway. You have to answer to a higher authority on that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, he got me to three Super Bowls, so I wasn't complaining too hard. Right. We ain't got a caller on the line, huh? Yeah, Booth. No, no caller. Uh another prank. We got five more minutes, so if you want to call in and uh, and complain about J Bone's picks, it's three zero five five four one two three five zero. We're taking your complaints about J Bone's picks. Did you tell somebody to pick Wes Welker? Uh, late. There's value there, of course. I wouldn't take him with a ten foot pole, man. Yeah, good thing I picked him like in the sixth round before he got concussed and before, before he, he got, got suspended before he got MDMA'd. Molly. I mean, what else can happen to Wes Welker? Well, this, is, that's is he gonna trip in the shower like Carlos Boozer or something? <laughs> he's tri- he's tripping somewhere else. That's what got him in trouble. Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> He was tripping at the Derby, actually. I know of all places at the Kentucky Derby. Yep. Sounds like a fun place to do it. Really? Why? I don't know. It's the Derby. People are wearing crazy hats. Yeah. There's horses. Like, what's happening? Why not? So yeah. it's the crazy hats that make the deal work. Yeah, it's like, you know, fear and loathing in Las Vegas almost, but you're in Kentucky. <laughs> fear and loathing in Kentucky. I love it. That's why you listen to the Only in Miami show. <laughs> <laughs> For fear and loathing in Kentucky. So what other results surprised you guys? I mean, there there was 10 games at 1 o'clock. There was two, the, the, the two uh, well, Pittsburgh, late games. Well, Pittsburgh kind of surprised me. They looked like they had that game in hand, and all of a sudden – Cleveland came roaring back and made a game out of it, but Steeler Nation did prevail at the end, so that was kind of interesting. And by the way, uh, the halftime score for the the Giants-Detroit uh, game, the Lions are leading 14-zip to zip at halftime. 14-7. It was 14-zip early out of the uh, gate. Calvin Johnson with both uh, touchdowns there. Disappointing many fantasy owners playing against him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> amen to that. Amen to I that. need a little Reuben Randall action tonight, actually. Now, the the two games we haven't touched on, uh, Tennessee versus KC. Whatever. What do you mean, whatever? KC yeah. was a playoff team last year. KC was a product of a very easy schedule last year. Okay. I'm not, so, a, I'm not a chef fan at all. So they, they went worst to first last year, and last year's worst team, Houston, managed to win. Yeah. You guys watch any of that one? And Clowney went down, right? Yeah, Clowney went down. He's out like four to six weeks. I, I think they got a coach. I don't think they have a quarterback. Right. But I think they got a coach. You know, and O'Brien, he did a fantastic job at Penn State. I, I think he might he might be like the true like Belichick disciple that no one really? talked about. And and I think it's cool that he didn't panic on a quarterback because he's going to pick his guy. He's got time. He's got an excuse. He's got a built-in excuse to find his guy when he's ready. Yeah. And it could be Winston for all we know, but – I think he's going to coach them up and win a couple games. They're going to suck because they don't have a quarterback, but I think well, he's a real coach. And having Arian Foster healthy is a big plus, too, obviously. Well, everybody was in a rush to bury Andre Johnson. Well, he wanted out uh, in the middle yeah. of the summer. He was coming out saying, I want to get traded. He doesn't want to rebuild. Traded. He's old. Yeah. 
And then the other game that uh, we haven't touched on uh, was the Texans and the Redskins. Oh, no. no Texans, the, Redskins, oh, we the, did touch yeah. on. Redskins. Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. St. Louis. St. Louis yeah. Mini. Yeah, yeah we, we did Mini talk there. about Mini, but, but the Redskins, Redskins looked awful yesterday. Terrible. Yeah. Oh, they terrible. did. I mean, they, I'm sure did you're we... happy about that as well. I'm going to protest. I'm going to say Redskins, but this is the last time I'm saying it because I'm protesting personally. Oh, boy. Here no, we just, go. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> the Washington franchise. But I, I, we'll call them that. Yeah, Washington. I, as far as I'm concerned, like I kind of, after last season, I've grown to hate RG3. Really, and uh, Kirk Cousins, and, man, and I'm and I'm looking and I'm enjoying rooting against him. I don't like him so much. It, didn't he get hurt yesterday? No, this guy gets hurt every day. Yeah. Listen, here's your fantasy pickup of the week: Kirk Cousins. Go get him now before it's too late. Okay, I'm going and getting him right now. <laughs> Kirk Cousins, <laughs> <laughs> not now. No, no, no. Right Wait, now, aren't you guys right? in the same league? Yeah, no fair. Hey, hey, hey. Kirk Cousins. Uh, what is it? Aaron Hurt. Hurt. What's that? Uh, the guy for uh, the the Jags. Uh, that's all you. you can go yeah, get him. yeah. Take a no-name uh, receiver on the Jags. That's a good idea. Well, hey, two touchdowns in his first two catches. Yeah, well, not broken, too bad. A broken clock is right twice a day. Too. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about having a Jaguar receiver though is that they'll always be down and always be chucking. So that's not a bad pickup, actually. Yeah, it's Alan Hearns. H-U-R-N-S. Alan Hearns. He's my guy. You always want you always want receivers on bad teams because they're always going to be throwing when they're down big. Yeah, and then yeah, halfway not, through the year, he'll get Blake Bortles to throw to him, and this guy could see a lot of looks, right? All right, keep talking yourself into <laughs> it. it might, you might convince yourself. You're going to be getting calls for <laughs> refunds next week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Randy. <laughs> yeah, Randy, remember that. <laughs> Look, Drastic, it's not your fault for recommending that somebody draft Aaron Hernandez in our league this week. This <laughs> nah, I give out winners, man. Come on. I give out Cordell Patterson. I gave out Antonio Brown, Ruben Randall. Ruben, Ruben Randall? Yeah. 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 Good. No catches. One catch, one catch. Through the first half. <laughs> one catch, one catch. Well, I picked no Sean Moreno in all of my leagues. He looked and good. I think, I think that's going to pan out. He looked good. Like, I love, like, he runs angry. Yeah, he was running angry. And yesterday. I enjoyed it. Yeah. The Dolphins looked like they really rallied. Like, when he did that, the whole team got fired up. Here's some late breaking fantasy news Andre Ellington is now probable for the Arizona Cardinals tonight. Everyone uh, was running to the wire wow. to pick up his backups. They thought he was going to be out a couple of weeks, but he is probable now. Uh-oh. And he's a great sleeper. I gave him out last week as well. Well, that is that that is about all the time we have tonight. Aww. Yeah, I know. We're going to have to import you guys from West Palm more often, like every week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be here. So, anyway, thank you, everybody that joined us tonight from Social Media Week, from Parking Day. Larry Pedrosa, Teresita Pedrosa, Ernesto Sosa. Check out Social Media Week, guys. Check out Social Good Summit, Parking Day. You name it. There's a lot going on in this town. Check out the podcast tomorrow. And thank you for joining us only in Miami.